Okay, good evening everyone. Welcome to our shir on Parshas Behaloischa. The shirim on Sefer Bamidbar are sponsored by our dear friend Rabbi Isaac Yasolovsky, Lilianishmas' father, Shavsi Ben Yitzchak Isaac, whose yard site was yesterday. Shalmashin Heaven Aliyah, Lilamelis Yoshiva's whole family, Abiyas Galtadek. Actually, yesterday I was in Montreal and I remember toward the end of the day, so I figured. That uh, we're mechaving that this shir today will it's in the within the span. The shir Mansir Midbar are once again sponsored by our dear friends Dr. Zakheim Umishpachta Lilanishmas of Shlomo Eliezer Ben Rav Yaakov Zakheim and Lilanishmas Dr. Zakheim's mother Rivka Bas Tuvia Halevi Ben Rishama Shavin Aliyah. They should be Melitze Yisham for their whole family. Abiyasko Tzedek. Welcome everybody. So you wanted to know whether you could still um, participate in the campaign. I thought you might want to know about that. So the answer is yes. We're still uh, pushing toward um, to be able to bring the binyan to its desired goal. So if anybody still wants to participate with any of the building dedications, you want to put your name on the building, you want to call it the, um, the Goldman Family Building or the Goldman Family Beis Hamedrash, or the Goldman family kiddush room, that's still available. If you want to do all of them, it's also still available. Yeah, Azriel on a first name basis. The Azriel, the Azriel building. Okay. <laughs> um, so now we finalized our plans. We're going to be visiting the country of Tsarfas in the summer from July 26th to August 2nd. We're going to be going to the grave of Rashi for the very first time on his yard site on Chavtes Tamuz as well as the kvarm of other Balei Hatoisus, Rabbeinu Tam, the Rashbam, the Rihazokin, the Raivid, um, in Ramarupt, in Provence, in Metz. So if you want to join our trip, you could uh, go to our site. There's information there. And um, check out the information on the email. It's uh, being run by Laleches. And there is an early bird special. So if you uh, would like to join us, you are more than welcome. Parshas Behaloischa. We have a very unusual subject today. The subject is kamas. How are you going to make a shear out of a kamas? Well, watch this. The Mishnah says, Mishames Rabbi Akiva Batla Kavratayah. When Rabbi Akiva passed away, the honor of the Torah ceased. Why? What did Rabbi Akiva do that brought honor to the Torah that ceased when he passed away? So the, the uh, commentaries explain, Rabbi Akiva darshan every kites, every thorn. We know that letters have shatnas gaze, certain letters have tagin. Rabbi Akiva darshan, the meaning of every little crown on every letter of the oisios. So when you ascribe significance to every detail of Torah, that means you're saying every small point is significance, you're honoring the Torah. So there's no, there's no greater honor to the Torah than to say that every little minute detail is laden with tremendous significance. So when Rabbi Kiva died and nobody was able to expound on the small minutia of the Torah, the honor of the Torah ceased. So we're going to speak about the Kamats today. And a rule about the Kamats. The Pasuk says in this week's parasha, Okay, fill in the blank. I went to my in-laws for 
Pesach. I want, do you go for Pesach or do you go for Pesach? I went to Orlando, right? <laughs> 97% of the Jewish people a few months ago went to Orlando for what? Pesach. I'm not endorsing that custom. For Pesach. When do you say Pesach and when do you say Pesach? Well, there's a rule. Whenever the word appears at the end of a Pesach, it's Pesach. There's a rule that a nekuda becomes a kamatz at the end of a pasuk. It's transformed into a kamatz at the end of a pasuk. For example, what's your Hebrew name, sir? David. David. Good. In the Bible, who is David's father? Yishai or Yishai? So Oyved gave birth to somebody by the name of Yishai. And a different guy, Yishai, he gave birth to David. Were Yishai and Yishai related? Of course they're related. They're the same person. So why is he first called Yishai and then he becomes Yishai? The answer is, he doesn't have a name change. It depends where he appears. When the name is at the end of a pasuk, it's kamatz. When it's the middle of the pasuk, it's patach. But there are many exceptions. So really, the, the name of the holiday is Pesach. So then why in this week's parsha, V'yasu v'nei Yisrael es ha-pasach It's not the end of a pasuk. Because it's a tipchan. Ah, so Azriel of the Azriel building wants to say that <laughs> that it's a tipcha. Now a tipcha is somewhat of a stop. In Trup there are two kinds of shabbos. There's something called melech, where you pause, and there's something called mesharis, where it services the next word. Now normally a, a tipcha is not like the end of a pasuk. It's not a full pause like the end of a pasuk. So really it should be pesach. In fact, the Masoretic note indicates it should not be a kamatz. The Masoretic note says, Ha-Pesach, Leslie, kamatz. It should not have a Pesach. It should not have a kamatz. V'chol esnachta v'soif pasuk b'chavaseh. Only at a esnachta or at the end of a pasuk. Now, if it appears at the end of a pasuk, it's a kamatz. If it appears by esnachta, you know what an esnachta is? It's also... It's somewhat of a pause. It's a full pause in the middle of a pasuk. It also takes a kamatz. And yet in this pasuk, the word Pesach is not at a soif pasuk. It's not at an asnachta. And yet it's still Pesach. What's going on over here? Says of Yaakov Kamenetsky, this is an illustration of a great principle. The principle is, Lav davka soif pasuk makes it a kamatz. Lav davka asnachta makes it a, a kamatz. The biggest pause in the Pasuk would transform it into a Kamatz. Now, if there's no Esnachta, again, you know what the Esnachta is? Esnachta is the main pause in the middle of the Pasuk. This Pasuk happens to be unique. There is no Esnachta in the Pasuk. So if there's no Esnachta in the Pasuk, the Tipcha, which is the Kama, is promoted to the status of Esnachta, and therefore, it's 
Pesach and not Pesach. You got that? So typically, only the end of a Pasuk or a Snachta would transform an Akuda into a Kamatz. But in this Pasuk, there is no Asnachda. There's just a Tipcha. And the Tipcha is promoted, graduates to the level of an Asnachda. And therefore, it's V'yasu v'nei Yisrael Pasach Now, you have to understand that Tipcha is very important. My father would always say, Many Balei Kriya have a disease, it's called Esnachta-itis. What's Esnachta-itis? So they ran through a tipcha. According to the Mishnaburah, you have to stop him. You know, the Mishnaburah says, Now, lots of luck stopping the guy. You know, it's hard enough stopping people from doing other egregious activities in, during the services. But now you can stop a guy from running through a tipcha, but the Mishnaburah says, that if you don't pause slightly by the tipcha, bevadai machzir noisai, v'yasu v'nei Yisrael es haposach b'moyadai. So es haposach b'moyadai. In fact, tipcha is so important. The Zoyar says the world stands on a tipcha. How does it stand on a tipcha? Because is Bezdin allowed to kill somebody if they commit a capital offense? Yeah. But it says, Loi Sertzach. You're not a kill. So how could they kill someone who commits? The answer is, Loi Sertzach. There's a tipcha after the Loi. So you read it, don't kill. You could also read it, don't. Pause. Kill. Sometimes you got to kill. Is a person allowed to have normal relations with a, a wife when she's mutaris? Of course. But it says, Loi Sinaf. You have to read it, the Zayar says. Loi, comma, sinaf. Right, it depends. So, if it's a tipcha, you're correct. Then it's tinaf. And that's, the reason for that, very briefly, is because a beged kefes letter, you don't have to know this part, beiz gimel dalid, kaf pei taf, are six letters that could have a tipcha, that could have a dagesh in it. If they're preceded by a vowel, like an aleph or hey, they will drop their dagesh. So it should be loy sinaf. But the tibcha makes it that the loy and the tinaf are not connected. So in the tam elyon, it's loy tinaf. In the tam tachdoin, they're connected, so it's loy sinaf. Okay. And Azriel of the Azriel building was going to say that. Okay. So another example, <laughs> another example, Azriel, is in next week's parsha, because um, I know in Eretz Yisrael the Herman Mishpacha wants me to give Shiram on parsha Shlach because it's Shlach in Israel, you know. So we tell them to watch reruns, you know. You don't have to watch, <laughs> but <laughs> but in next week's parsha there's another exception. It goes like this: Is um, anyone here? Name Ephraim? Azriel, are you name Ephraim? No. No, okay. <laughs> Is the name Ephraim or Ephraim? Ha-bein Yakirli, Yakirli. Ephraim or Ephraim? Ephraim. And yet in next week's parsha, Lemate Ephraim Hoshea Benun. Why? Why Ephraim? It should be Ephraim. The rule is 
that the name is Ephraim, and if it, the name appears at the end of a Pasuk or an Asnachta, then uh, it becomes Ephraim. But in this Pasuk, it's not the end of a Pasuk, and it's not at an Asnachta. So Zav Yaakov Kamenetsky, this is another illustration of the great principle that when there's no Asnachta in the Pasuk, the stop it graduates to become like an Asnachta, and therefore it's Lamate Ephraim Hoshea Benur, not Lamate Ephraim. I put, I put your computer over here. Okay, okay. So that's another exception to the rule. Here's another exception. You know, in, in Megillah Seicha, we have how many prakim in Megillah Seicha? Who knows? Five. Five prakim. Parak Aleph, 22 psukim. Parak Beis, 22 psukim. Parak Dalid, 22 psukim, in the order of the Aleph Beis. Okay? Parak Gimel is 66 psukim. Right? Paragimel begins. Ani yagevarani Yeah, three psukim for each one of the aleph base. and the psukim paragimel are very short. Psukim in aleph base and dalit are long. Psukim in gimel are very short. So Maral famously says, parag aleph base and dalit correspond to echa. Why is it called echa? Echa is gematria thirty-six. The Jews violated the thirty-six chayave krisos when during bayis rishon. By Srishan, they violated three cardinal sins, Abayda Zara, Gilei Arayas, Shrikhazdamim. So we have three prokim for By Srishan, Aleph, Bez, and Dalet. And since these are big sins, the Psukim are very big. By Yesheni, what Avera did we commit? Sinaschinam. Sinaschinam, in and of itself, is small, but compounded again and again and again, it's big. So therefore, Perak Gimel does not begin with the word Eicha because they didn't violate the 36 Chayav Ekrisos during Bayesheni. Instead, they violated Sinas Chinam and the Pesukim are very short. Since the Pesukim and Gimel are very short, there's almost never an Asnachta in all the Pasuk. So in, if look at number four, in Eicha, Gimel, Chavav, Toiviachil Vidumam, it should be Vidumam. Why is it Vidumam? Because the Zakev Katan takes the place of an Esnachta, and it becomes a Kamatz. <laughs> Who here is named Mordechai? Nobody. Is the name Mordechai or Mordechai? Depends if you say it correctly or incorrectly. But is it Mardechai or Mardechai? The answer is it depends if it appears at the end of the sentence, at an asnachta, or in the middle. Okay? So whenever Mardechai is in the middle of a Pasik, it's Mardechai. Vayoymer Mardechai, lo hashevel Every single time the name appears in the middle of a Pasik, it's Chai. Whenever it appears at the end of a Pasuk, it's Chai. Whenever it appears at an Asnachta, it's Chai. And my whole life I was bothered by Perek Dalid Pasuk Yerbez. Vayagidu lamar dechai eis divrei ester. Violates the rule. It troubled me. And I figured it must be, I didn't know the rule of Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, I figured it must be when there's no Asnachta, the Zakev Katan is promoted to be like an Asnachta. And Rabbi Yaakov does not give this example, but this is a perfect example of this principle. Fine. Here are some other examples of the principle 
as they are. Simply, vihi elat hadais parats parats hoylet es chatzrayin. Is his name parats or parats? His name is parats. So what happened to his name by the esnachta, by the zakev katan? What happened over there? This is another raya to Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky's rule that when there's no asnachta, the zakev katan takes the place of asnachta. Or another example. Fine. So, so far, everything is consistent. When it appears at the end of the word, it's kamatz. When it appears in asnachta, it's kamatz. When it appears in the middle of the pasuk, it's patach. When there's no asnachta, if it's either a zakev katan or a tipcha, it graduates to asnachta. Okay? So far, so good. There's not one exception b'chala tarakula. And comes along a pasuk in v'shalach, and it throws the whole thing off. Ready for this? V'loi shamu el it's a esnachta. It should have been vayivash. You can be able to sleep tonight. Ah, so let's translate. It might change the meaning of the word. Yeah. They didn't listen to Moshe. Right. How do you translate Moshe? Moshe. Moshe. <laughs> the men left it over till the morning. Vayarum, the man. Vayarum toilayim. It developed worms. Vayivash, it became putrid. Vayiktoifaleya Moshe. And Moshe, like Vayivash hayar, right? It became son. And Moshe got angry. I said, I told you not to leave it over. Why do you leave it over? Comes Rashi, and Rashi, and this. So this is the kasha of Rab Shloima Mivilkmir. Rab Shloima of Woodmir. Rab Shloima of Vilkmir, a Talmud of the Gain. Okay, a Talmud of the Gain, and he says, you know who doesn't ask this question but answers it? Rashi, how? What? The Pusik says they left it over, it became wormy and putrid. I have a Shiloh. What comes first? When it becoming putrid or developing worms? What comes first? Worms or putridity? First putrid and then worms. Yeah, you agree? We'll take a vote. What what comes first, putrid or worms? Putrid. So it should say, Vayivash, Vayorom Toiloim. It says Rashi, look later on. Vayanicho on Shabbos. Vayivash, it didn't become putrid. Vayimaloy, there were worms. So there it's in the right order. In this puzzle, in the wrong order. It says Rashi, Harizem Mikrohafoch. The Pasuk's out of order. Shabbatchila, Hivish, first it becomes future. Ulavasoy Fislia, then it becomes wormy. Kenyan Shinamar, like it says later. That's how things putrefy. Says Rabshlama Vilkamir. You know why there's no Kamats? 
Because really it should say, Vayivash, Vayorim Toilaim. So to indicate that it's not in the right place, it didn't have a kamatz, it had a patach. That's why there's no kamatz, because it doesn't belong there. Rashi's saying it's a mikra hafuch, it's out of order, it really should be earlier. It really should, it's as if it says, Vayivash, Vayorim Toilaim. If the word Vayivash was correctly placed at the Asnachta would be Vayivash. But because it's not supposed to be there, it says Vayivash. Vayivash. Oh, so David wants to know, so why is the Pasuk out of order? Says of Shlomo Volkamir. The next words are Moshe got angry. What did Moshe got angry about? That they didn't listen to him. How did Moshe know they didn't listen to him? God came to Moshe in a prophecy. Moshe, Moshe, I want to tell you, there were two Rishayim who left over the man and it got wormy. God gave Moshe Nevoah. No, Moshe smelled it. Did Moshe smell it or he saw the worms from outside the tent? Did he smell it or he saw the worms? He smelled it. So in order to juxtapose Vayivash to Vayiktsoifaleya Moshe, so we put it out of order so that we know that Moshe got angry because of the Vayivash. But in terms of the development of what happened, first it was Vayivash and then it was Ayam Tarlim. But because Moshe got angry because of the Vayivash, it puts it in that order. It's unbelievable. So you see every little detail of the Pasuk is accounted for. Yeah. Moshe said, don't do it. Yeah, you can't leave it over to him. Yeah, right. Because people wanted to leave it over, right? Why do people have a savings account? So you don't have to rely on God. You can rely on your, you know, savings account. So people want to leave over Monday. Every day I have to hope that God's going to help me out. Yeah, I mean, they couldn't handle that. They, they wanted to feel a certain security by having the man in the pantry. So Moshe said, don't do it. Okay, so now we get to a major subject that I'm going to give you a watered-down version of, because I was away until recently. I just got back. Um, and I'm happy that at least we got out. I would call this just getting a little taste of the subject. We come to a very interesting subject, namely, in the second bracha of Shemana Esrei. Ata gibar li'oilam ha'ashem echayem esim ata rab l'hoishia. Mashiv haruach u'moyred Goshem or Geshem? What do they say here? Geshem. Whatever you say. Okay. There was Rabbi Elbam Shabbos here. Geshem or Goshem. Yeah? So I'm just going to give you in a nutshell. Okay? What should it depend on? Is it the end of a phrase? Or the middle of a clause? Really what it should depend on is what the trap is. Is there a trap on Shemona Shman, Esrei? No. Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky says yes. There's trap. And the trap, I don't know how, what the, the tam on the word... Gash on Gimel Shin Mem is Ravii. Mashivaruach Murd Hageshem. And therefore, Rabbi Yaakov says it's Geshem. Now, Rabbi Yaakov, his specialty was Diktok. 
and he says there is no room to say Goshem. Why do people mistakenly say Goshem? Because on Shmini Atzeres, who here is a Gabai? So there are no Ephraims, there are no Mordechais, and there are no Gabon. Okay. Um, the Gabai calls out, Ma'ashavaruach umoyred ha Goshem. Why? Because that's the end of his clause. That's the end of his statement. That's his whole show. Some people, the whole, the only thing you ever hear from the whole year is the clap. Ma'ashavaruach umoyred ha Goshem. But another answer is, is it Yishai or Yishai? It depends where. So in Shmona Esrei, it's Geshem. But in the Hachroza, it's Goshem. <laughs> say Geshem. Says <laughs> so Zabiakov, since that's the end of his sentence, that's how it's pronounced in that sentence. And furthermore, when you daven Geshem and you say the Piyod, Sha'atahu Hashem Eloikeinu, Mashiv Haruach, Umoyred, Hagoshem. In the Machsar, that's the end of the Piyot. So there it is, Goshem. And when the Chazan announces it, he gives a cup, it's Goshem. But when you say, it's Marit HaGeshem, says Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky. Because the trap is Ravii. Furthermore, says Rabbi Yaakov, is it Ata Gibar L'Elam Hashem? Ata Gibar L'Elam Hashem, Mechayim Isim. Ata or Mechayim Isim? Ata. Mechayim Isim. Ata or Mechayim Isim. Ata, says Rabbi Yaakov, it depends if it's the rainy season or the summer. Why? During the rainy season, or if you don't say Marit Hatal, it's Melel. Mechayim Yisim Ata, Rav Loishia, Masharach Marit HaGoshem. But if you don't say Marit Hatal, in the summer, it's Mechaye Mesim Ata Rav Finished. And this really deserves a, a share unto itself. All you need to know now is Rav Moshe Feinstein vehemently disputes Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky. And I found Rav Moshe. And he says it's Ata Gibar Li Oilam Hashem Mechaye Mesim Ata Rav Lohishiyah Mashavaruch Umarid HaGoshem. Why says Rav Moshe? Because it's the end of a phrase. Aye, but the rule is only kamatz and asnachta. It's only asnachta say pasuk. No, the rule is the end of a phrase is always um, kamatz, regardless of it's in the chumash or in the siddur. Now, says Ramosha, where does it come from that when a word appears at the end of a uh, clause, the end of a sentence, the end of a pasuk, by an asnachta, it's a kamatz. Says so Ramosha, it's halacha l'moisha misinai. We are the Gemara Nadarim. The Gemara Nadarim says on Daflam Zainu Mabez, Amar Rabbi Yitzchak, Mikra Soifrim, Veitur Soifrim, the reading of the Soifer, the crowns of the Soifer, Kriyan, Velaik Sivan, Ksivan, like Kriyan, Kriyan, Ksiv, halacha l'moisha misinai. What does it mean, Mikra Soifrim? The Gemara says, Eretz. The Bach adds, Eretz, Oretz. This is Allah Says the Ran, when it's an Asnachta, it's Oretz. 
When it's the middle of Pasuk, it's Eretz. Where does that come from? Halacha l'mayisha misinai. Tefillin are what color, Ezreal? Black. Black. What shape are they? Very good. Where does that come from? Why are tefillin black? Halacha l'mayisha misinai. Why is it Eretz at the end of the Pasuk? Halacha l'mayisha misinai. Interesting. So then it should really come out. Should we correct someone who doesn't say it? Doesn't change the meaning of the word, but they're still sort of not fulfilling a biblical rule. So it's very interesting. Says Moshe, Mashiv Haruach Umayrid Hagoshem. What does it depend on? Whether whether it's part middle of a phrase or the end of a phrase. Now it's very interesting. In Parshas Lech Lecha, we find that um, And Moshe and Amravina goes out. He went out to go to the land of Kenan, and he came to the land of Kenan. So, unknowingly, you might say, he, he was going to Nebraska, and he ended up in California. He was going to Arza Kenan, and he ended up in Arza Kenan. So, some surfers bothered by this question. Yaakov Avinu, went to one land, and he ended up going to a different land. We know it's the same land, it's just in the middle of the Pasuk it's Canaan, at the end of the Pasuk it's Canaan. But the Chassam Seifer says, even though it's a rule in Dikduk, there still must be significance in that. I was going to say, there's got to be a reason why. Right? So, there's got to be a reason. I, I, again, Halach Lamashim, we don't really know why Tfilin are black. We have no idea. And the name shouldn't, the term shouldn't be, make a difference if it's in the middle or at the end. The name always stays right. the same. Okay, but it's a rule. It's a halacha l'mashem A word, but not a name. All the, all, the, all the examples we gave were names. Every single example we gave. Ephraim, Mardachai, Paretz, Yishai. So some surface was like this. God told Abraham, go to Eretz Yisrael. I'll make you a great nation. What was Abraham Avinu going to do there? He's going to bring people back to the fold. He figured that when he would get there, he would find that the people were receptive to his message. So, He went to go out to the land of Canaan. He thought that they would be open to his message. He gets to Vayavoyu, he got there, nobody was interested in anything he had to say. Pasach indicates openness. Kamatz is the fist, it's closed. Avramavino thought the people would be open, would be receptive to his message. Turns out, not at all. They didn't want to hear anything he had to say. He was totally unsuccessful. Now, according to that, you would have to believe that there's significance to the Eila Toldois Paretz, Paretz Hoyledes Chatzrein, or Vo'oyved Hoyledes Yishoi, the Yishai Hoyledes David. Right. Or that when Oyved gave birth to him, Yishai, 
was closed. He was not on the madrigo that he could have produced the David HaMelech. And later on, he opened himself up that he was able to produce somebody like David HaMelech. Rav Shamshin Rafal Hirsch says something very interesting. He said, fundamentally, in the order of Nekudais, the first Nekudas, Kamatz, followed by Patach. Why does Kamatz go before Patach? Says Rav Shamshin Rafal Hirsch, Kamatz means closed. It refers to a closed mouth. Patach is an open mouth. That's also indicated, say Kamatz. 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 Could you keep your mouth closed at the end of the kamatz? Yeah, you could close your mouth. Patach. Could you keep your mouth closed at the patach? No, your mouth has to be open. So kamatz, your mouth could be closed. Patach, your mouth could be open. Stop right there. Before we get to the hislimud, I would say very simply, that's the reason why when, you're, when you get to a soif pasuk, or in Asnachda, the pronunciation is Katz. Why? Because you don't have to keep your mouth open. In fact, you're supposed to keep your mouth closed. You need to pause. So whenever there's a pause, the Nakuda will lend itself to keeping the mouth closed, pausing. Whenever you're in the middle of the Pasuk, you got to keep your mouth open. you got to flow. So it's going to be a Patach. You know, I think that's... I wouldn't say that's a big sisoid or... It's not, it's not, it's just practically. There's a lot of the rules of grammar are to help read. Just pasha to help you navigate the reading of the Pasuk. So when you're in the middle of a Pasuk, the, the Nakuda Patach indicates keep your mouth open, and Kamatz indicates to close it. But Rav Shamshon Hirsch sees something deeper even than that. And that is, if Kamatz is the first Nakuda, it's to teach a person that the default position of the mouth should be kamatz and only be patach if you need to. And that, of course, the Gemara says is indicated by the fact that all the limbs of the body are vertical. The heart is vertical because the heart always has to work and the liver is vertical and the kidneys are vertical and the lungs are vertical because they always have to work and everything is vertical. There's only one limb that its default position is shluf. The, the, the tongue. Why? The whole oral, right? The tongue. Because it's like a gun. Just because you're holding one doesn't mean you need to use it. Right? You have it just in case. That's the purpose of the mouth. It's a weapon. You have it just in case. And even that's why it has a lot of safeguards, safety features. You have teeth. You Right? So when the tongue wants to come out, if you need to, you bite, you bite it. You have lips. And... Um, that's the, the Gemara says, the limud of the mouth. And of course we know that how many teeth do we have on the top? Oh, you're a shark or something? What? 16 on the top? 16 on the bottom. 32. The Shlach HaKadosh Two psukim in Shir Hashirim talk about the teeth of Klal Yisrael. We have two sets of teeth. 16 on the top, 16 on the bottom. 
to indicate that what's the mouth given for? Torah and Tefillah. How much? 16 Torah. We have three Aliyos Monday, three on Thursday, seven on Shabbos, and three Shabbos by Mincha. Add it up. Three. 16. Very good, Ezreal. 16 Aliyos a week. That's Torah. Tefillah. Right. But what about how much Tefillah do we have a week? We have. The answer is we're not. We're, we're talking about Karbanais. So you have the Tamit Shal Shachar and the Tamit Shal Ben Arbayim is 14, right? Plus the two Musafim on Shabbos is 16. This indicates God gave us a mouth for Torah and for Tefillah. And. This is uh, the shear on the Nakuda of Kamatz. Stay tuned for future shirim on other very <laughs> important <laughs> shashala, other what's the, what's the two musaf? Two karbanos and musaf. So what do you want? You bring two animals. But you you always say both behemoths with one musaf. Yeah. Okay, Rabbi Say, have a wonderful day, uh, not wonderful evening. Brachavatzacha, kalta.